In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Uh, This past Thursday, the 7th of July, was the 15th anniversary of the implementation of Pope Benedict XVI's motto proprio, Sumorum Pontificum. A motto proprio is a type of papal legislation, rather like a presidential executive order. And like encyclicals and other Vatican documents, a motto proprio is often called after its first words. In this case, Sumorum Pontificum refers to the concern of the Supreme Pontiffs for the worthy worship of the Divine Majesty, so that the faith may be handed on in its integrity, since the Church's rule of prayer, lex orandi, corresponds to her rule of faith, lex credendi. In this document, Pope Benedict stated that there are two usages of the Roman rite, the extraordinary form or traditional Latin mass based on the 1570 Missal of St. Pius V and most recently revised in 1962 by Pope John XXIII and the ordinary form based on the 1970 Missal of Pope Paul VI. The traditional Latin mass, Benedict declared, was never abrogated and thus may be lawfully celebrated by any priest of a Latin rite with no special permission from the apostolic see or his own ordinary. Sumorum Pontificum thus declared the legal status of the traditional Latin mass, defined the specific conditions in which it may be offered, and encouraged its more frequent celebration. It was the result of Pope Benedict's meticulous scholarship and profound spirituality, and it was received with joy and thanksgiving by all who love the traditional Latin Mass. Unfortunately, this 15th anniversary is a bittersweet occasion because of the ignorant and mean-spirited attacks recently made upon Sumorum Pontificum by the current pontiff and his minions. I have no desire to respond to the substance of those attacks. There are many serious and responsible liturgical scholars who are far better qualified than I am to do so. But I do think it important to note that those attacks and a considered response to them are all part of a larger process of liturgical development. Sumorum Pontificum is an important document in liturgical and theological history, but it is by no means a final resolution of the relations between the Novus Ordo of Paul VI and the classical Roman rite. In his apostolic letter accompanying the motto proprio, Pope Benedict wrote, I would like to draw attention to the fact that the 1962 Missal was never juridically abrogated and consequently in principle was always permitted. Immediately after the Second Vatican Council, it was presumed that requests for the use of the 1962 Missal would be limited to the older generation which had grown up with it. But in the meantime, it has clearly been demonstrated that young persons too have discovered this liturgical form, felt its attraction, and found in it a a form of encounter with the mystery of the most holy Eucharist particularly suited to them. The fear was also expressed that the possibility of a wider use of a 1962 Missal would lead to disarray or even divisions within parish communities. This fear strikes me as quite unfounded. 
The use of the old missal presupposes a certain degree of liturgical formation and some knowledge of the Latin language, and neither of these is found very often. The two forms of the usage of the Roman rite can be mutually enriching. It is a matter of coming to an interior reconciliation in the heart of the church. Looking back over the past to the divisions which in the course of the centuries have rent the body of Christ, one continually has the impression that at critical moments when divisions were coming about, not enough was done by the church's leaders to maintain or regain reconciliation and unity. Let us generously open our hearts and make room for everything that the faith itself allows. There is no contradiction between the two editions of the Roman Missal. In the history of the liturgy, there is growth and progress, but no rupture. What earlier generations held as sacred remains sacred and great for us too. And it cannot all of a sudden be entirely forbidden or even considered harmful. It behooves all of us to preserve the riches which have developed in the church's faith and prayer and to give them their proper place. Well, some aspects of Pope Benedict's program of liturgical renovation, such as the hermeneutic of continuity between the pre and post Vatican II liturgies and the reform of the reform, have produced controversy among scholars. But there is, I think, no doubt that the mutual enrichment the Pope envisioned between the ordinary and extraordinary forms of the Roman Rite has in fact taken place in parishes like Prince of Peace and in other communities which celebrate both forms of the Mass. In an address uh, to a conference in Germany to commemorate the 10th anniversary of Sumorum Pontificum, Cardinal Robert Sara, who was then prefect of the Congregation for Divine Worship, said some words which I believe are still relevant and important today. In a spirit of faith and profound communion with Christ's obedience on the cross, I humbly ask you to apply Sumorum Pontificum very carefully not as a negative backward measure that looks toward the past or as something that builds walls and creates a ghetto, but as an important and real contribution to the present and future liturgical life of the church and also to the liturgical movement of our own era from which more and more people and especially young people are drawing so many things that are true, good, and beautiful. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.